Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Final hour of Power Hour, final segment of Power Hour, I should say. It's Ryan Horvath, it's PJ Glasser, it's You Better You Bet, filling in for Nick and Ken. Nick and Ken will be back with you guys uh, coming up on Thursday to get you set for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM reward points that could be redeemed for things like free bets, risk-free tokens, or converted to MGM reward points that could be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. Download the BetMGM app. Visit uh, BetMGM.com today and also download the BetQL app for all the tools you need to take down the sports books, including five-star plays. BetQL has one tonight. Utah State, the fighting Jordan Loves, plus six against New Mexico. That's right. What do you think about that one? Wow. Well, you know, I was liking New Mexico, but with the week that Jordan Love had, maybe it's time to back his Aggies. I still Utah can't State. believe how good Jordan Love is, dude. <laughs> but I think that all comes to an end. Not Jordan Love being any good, but I think the Packers run comes to an end. We talked about that. We like the team total over for the uh, 49ers this weekend. Yep. Uh, you know, my best bet here for our best bet segment is actually going to be George Kittle receiving yards, and I would just play that right now. I'm cool with that, like anything under 58 and a half, to be honest with you. And I think even then he goes over. I think this could be a 100-yard receiving game for George Kittle. He could have seven, eight receptions. My concern is... San Francisco just runs the ball right down the Packers' throats. Mm-hmm. They use George Kittle more in pass pro because he's such a good blocker. You know, and if they don't have to use him, if they go up two, three scores like they did a couple years ago in the NFC Championship game, maybe he doesn't have to have a big game. Right? Maybe uh, Brock Purdy only has to drop back eight times like Jimmy Garoppolo did if they rush for over 300 yards in this game. But uh, I think George Kittle's a good look. I also like Debo Samuel in this uh, in this matchup too. All right, let's do some uh, NBA, some college hoops. What do you like tonight, Peach? All right, Ryan, let's see. Tonight in college hoops, I got three games that I am eyeing tonight on the schedule. Cincinnati, minus three and a half against TCU. So TCU is a ranked team. They're at Cincinnati, who is unranked. Bearcats favored by three and a half. I think it's a good spot to fade TCU. They've had three really tough games in a row, playing top 15 teams. Had to play at Kansas, lost by two. Then they had the win over Oklahoma, had a last-second win against Houston. So they've been playing a lot of big games in a row, a lot of games where they were close, hard-fought. Now they go on the road and they're playing Cincinnati, who needs a win against a ranked team. I like the Bearcats tonight, minus 3.5. Love Arkansas, plus 3.5 against Texas A&M as well. Must bust in the Hogs need a win tonight. They always do this to start SEC play. They always start slow. Now, this is probably the worst team that Musselman has had since he's been at Arkansas. They really don't do anything well. But Bud Walton Arena is always a tough place to play. They beat Duke there 
earlier this year. So I like Arkansas to keep it close. A&M's coming off a huge overtime win against Kentucky, a win that they needed. Well, now Arkansas needs a win. They're in desperation mode, so give me Arkansas plus 3.5. And And then I'm going to lay the 9.5 with Purdue tonight at Indiana. Assembly Hall is one of the toughest places to play in college basketball. Purdue's their biggest rival. This will be Assembly Hall at its peak, with Purdue being awesome and Indiana needing a really big win. But I look at what Indiana's done against UConn this year. They lost two by 20. They lost to Auburn by 28. Those are two teams in Ken Palm that are top five. Well, Purdue is another one of those teams who has already lost two games on the road in Big Ten play. I think they take advantage tonight of Indiana, who's just going to be feeding off of the emotion. They have nowhere near the talent that Purdue does. So give me the Boilermakers, minus 9.5. Yeah, I really like this Purdue team, and I also bet Purdue tonight. Same price, same number for me. Uh, they bounced back from that loss to Nebraska, and they beat up on Penn State. Zach Eady in that game, I believe, had 30 points, 20 boards, and three blocks. And I think they're going to be motivated, not only because of what you said, this is a rivalry game. It does you know, worry me a little bit. Indiana's at home. Mm-hmm. Purdue's on the road. But I think that uh, Purdue's going to get up for this game. Indiana beat them twice last year, three of the last four in this series, and I just don't think they're going to have an answer for Zach Eady. So I completely agree with you on that one. I played Purdue this morning. I also played the under in the game. Uh, still like that right now. And then a couple different totals I played. So I got under 151.5. It opened at 152, so I didn't get the best of the number, but I do like it. And then I got a couple totals. I like the over uh, in the Richmond-Duquesne game that's about to start. Opened at 137. It's at 137.5 right now. I like the over in Temple SMU, opened at 136.5. It's at 138.5. I like that. And uh, I was with you. I liked St. John's. Now no Rick Pitino. He's going to miss this game. He has COVID. So I'm going to play the under. It opened at 148. They're on the road taking on Seton Hall. It's a pick right now. Total's down to 145.5. I like the under in that game. So uh, over in the Richmond game, under in Indiana, Purdue, and Purdue. Over in Temple SMU. And then I'll take the under in Seton Hall, St. John's. And then one rare uh, NBA play for me. I lean Suns at home, four-point favorites against the Kings, but I'm going to stay away. I lean 76ers on the money line against the Nuggets, but I'm going to stay away. But I can't stay away from this one. Give me the Clippers. Opened at five, out to five and a half right now. I love this Thunder team, but I really like the Clippers and the way that they're trending right now at home. I think they're the better defensive team. I have the Clippers futures. Bet those at 17 to one. Bet it again at 15 to one. We're down to 11 to one. Just comes down to Kawhi and Paul George staying healthy in the playoffs. But the James Harden pickup, uh, working out for the Clippers, and I like them in this spot against OKC. I like it. I was thinking of taking Embiid over points, 32.5 tonight, just going up against Jokic, right? Yeah. One of those marquee matchups, mano y mano. Um, so that interests me. I'm with you, though, in the Clippers. I do like that look. I think it's a terrible spot for the Thunder, playing their fifth game in seven days, back-to-back nights, Lakers last night, Clippers tonight. I think it's a good spot for the Clips. So uh, I like them as well, minus 5.5. Yeah, I don't bet a whole lot of NBA these days, but uh, we'll take a shot with that one. And I would like the Embiid look, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of guys, their game-time decisions in that game, but it looks like pretty much everybody's going to go. Everybody's pretty much going to go for the Thunder tonight. Yeah, pretty much a clean injury report, which you never see in the NBA. But I would, you know, if you're betting these games, check like 30 minutes before tip because you never really know what's going to happen right there. Right. Um, Also, man... Uh, did you see that the uh, Clippers are going to host the 2026 All-Star Game at their new home? You think we could maybe get some uh, passes? I know we're a couple years away, but you think we could get some passers for the uh, All-Star Game in L.A. in two years? That'd be that. nice. You know what was funny is uh, when I was out in uh, Pasadena for the Rose Bowl, we drove over 
by the uh, new stadium where the Clippers are building. It's right across the street from SoFi. Looks really nice. Yeah. Looks really nice. Yeah. They got I've, a casino over there, too. There's a lot of fun things to do. I've been there. to one All-Star game, the one in Chicago. Okay. Um, love All-Star Never Saturday been. night, but I could skip out of the game pretty early. A <laughs> couple of other things to touch up really quick before we get out of here. Uh, some NFL news. Adam Schefter just tweeted this out one minute ago. The Panthers have interviewed Dolphins offensive coordinator Frank Smith for their head coaching job. See, that's the kind of guy the Panthers need, right? Like, I don't think they're going to get one of these marquee candidates because I think Tepper is going to scare them off of the job. They need somebody like that who really probably other teams aren't going to interview. You give a guy a chance and you hope that you strike gold. Or, you know, you kind of do what the Texans did where they went through a couple coaches in two years, right, Mm -hmm. until they finally got their guy in D'Amico. Like, with that owner and David Tepper, Ryan, and with the situation they're in, with trading away their draft picks and Bryce having a really disappointing season, it's going to scare a lot of people off. The one thing they do have going for them is their division is just not very good. No. So, we'll not. see what happens. But uh, that that makes sense, getting a guy, you know, like a Frank Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll see what Carolina does. I would not want that job. But, hey, if you think you could get the most out of Bryce Young, he was the number one overall pick last year. Uh, some other things, some good news, bad news. Bad news, the Rams, Tyler Higby tore his ACL. Their season's over, but he takes that low hit. So, uh, Oof, that was yeah, nasty. he might not be ready for the start of next season. And then Christian McCaffrey who we talked about 8-1 to one right now to win Super Bowl MVP. Love him against Green Bay coming up this weekend. He was a full participant in practice today. He's dealing with that calf injury. And then uh, sources say Mike Tomlin told the Steelers he will be the head coach in 2024 despite walking away from the podium, away from that press conference, didn't like the question. I would ask this question. What other head coach would have that team playing football yesterday? And they were in that game against Buffalo, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they played a lot better than Philadelphia. Now, Philadelphia, I would can everybody. Clearly, the the brains left the operation when Nick Sirianni, uh, or I'm sorry, when Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon left for coordinator jobs. No, I, I completely agree. Tomlin is, is one of the best. I mean, we know he's never had a losing record, and his offenses have been terrible the last three or four years. He still finds ways to win games. Um, you know, it is a little concerning, I think, if you're a Steelers fan, that he obviously hasn't won a postseason game in a long time. But I just think it's because the Steelers have no business of getting to the playoffs, and he's able to do that. He also plays in the toughest division in the NFL. Steelers went 5-1 and one against the AFC North this season. They are 7-1 and one against the Ravens in their last eight meetings. So Tomlin, is he's the best, man. I mean, he, he really is. He's one of the best in the business. I can tell you, Ryan, as a Ravens fan, if the Steelers decided to part ways with him or vice versa he decided to walk away would be a very happy man yeah yeah i would take i I would love mike tomlin to coach my football team be my defensive coordinator anything and then jason kelsey reportedly uh informs his teammates after last night's loss that he's going to retire now there's been a couple seasons during his 13 year career where like this happened though i think this time he's retiring for good he's 36 years old Look what like look what they've done the last couple of years with the uh, with the brotherly shove. Right, and that probably took years off of his career right there. He's got the podcast thing going. Yeah, I think he's it's done. Time. You I think, think Travis is done too? After this year, he might have another year just because Mahomes is that damn good. But um, he's definitely not the same dude. No. He's lost a step. It no. happens quickly in the NFL with receivers and oh, with tight yeah. ends. It does. But I wouldn't be shocked. I think it depends how the season ends. Like if they get blown out this week, he's probably coming back, right? But if they win the Super Bowl, especially if he's really going to get engaged, the TMZ stuff, I know. But like, <laughs> yeah, maybe this is time to step away. He's making himself some money right now, building the brand a little bit. Oof. 
Might be time to go. Man, if Kelsey steps away. Especially if they get another Super Bowl. Chiefs, Chiefs better find some weapons from kinda, Mahomes. Kind of like talking myself into the Chiefs winning a Super Bowl. Are you? Like, would you be shocked? I no, wouldn't. Of course not. I wouldn't be shocked. By the way, if you were uh, like me and you bet the under in Tennessee, Florida, the game closed at 159 and a half. At one point, the live total was 141 and a half. Back up to 156 and a half. Oof. Florida uh, down 73-56 to uh, Tennessee right now. Yeah, so. you like the under. I was, I didn't bet it. I was leaning towards the over just because to see a Tennessee game with that high of a total at 159 was like somebody's got to know something. I'm so. going to add, I'm, you know what? I'm going to add one more in the NBA tonight. So I said I was going to stay away from 76ers Nuggets, but there's a play I like. Give me uh, James Harden over eight and a half assists. Hmm. I like that. Let me just make sure that everybody's going in this game. That's my favorite thing to Against do. Against OKC, you got a lot of action in that OKC game. So, actually, we're not. I don't think we could roll with that one. Well, we're gonna wait and see uh, what's up with James Harden. But, uh, you know, he's in. He's officially in now. All right, so we're good. James Harden, Terrence Mann, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and uh, that's your starting lineup right there. So James Harden's in. So I'll go over eight and a half assists. Yeah, I think he's gonna play the minutes. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Is this finally the Clippers? Is this finally the Clippers' year? I hope so. It just comes down to them staying healthy that's, in the playoffs. You're going to need thing. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard out there. But I yep. do like the Harden pickup. I like him more if he goes over eight and a half assists. Like the Clippers tonight, and then we'll see what happens in college hoops. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser, of course, Nick and Ken will be back with you guys on Thursday. It's you better you bet coming up next from seven to eleven p.m. Eastern. It is BetMGM tonight. Trista Crick and John Martin filling in for Nick Ashu and myself tonight. So check them out coming up here in a couple minutes. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.